Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. According to reports, league sources told ESPN the Houston Rockets are making yet another bid to acquire all-star Jimmy Butler. Who Can we call him Sir Butler? Can't get it. No, he never. he's never gone to London. You sure? Uh, well, I don't he's know. He's a worldly he man. But Sir Jimmy Buckets? I mean, that sounds... Sir, that Sir Jimmy sound Buckets. Good. I don't know. I, we, could, we could sell that. Sir Buckets? Yeah. Sir Buckets? All right. Yeah, Sir there's, a, there's okay. a branding opportunity right. there. Who is still... Unhappy in Minnesota, but the the controversy has died down a little bit since the season has started. But still, they would like Jimmy Butler, and they have offered not one, not two, not three, but four first-round draft picks to the Timberwolves in exchange for Jimmy Butler. Number one, why have the Timberwolves not said yes? Okay? Because all you got to do is look back and go, you know, that Steve Nash trade really worked out for the – Oh, no, 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 it didn't. Let's, let's, add. oh, let's do that trade. Four first round picks. If Jimmy Butler was Kevin Durant or a transcendent player like that, if Jimmy Butler was Joel Embiid, if he was, a, I understand, okay, four first round picks, you're talking about a guy that's going to be your future for a long time. 
Jimmy Butler is 29, and he wants a max deal. Four first-round picks. Are you crazy? I feel like Houston is deeply panicking because they've seen the start of the NBA season, and they've seen the Warriors are still the Warriors. The Lakers are improved. The Pelicans may beat the crap out of everybody. All the teams in the West are better than we expected, so now they're flailing, and they, we, we got to go do something. They got to go get Jimmy Butler. Look, Jimmy Butler's a good player, but four first-round picks, and you can't do it four years in a row. So you're talking about these four first-round picks could be spread over as many as eight years. Do you want an eight-year reminder of how bad that is when you want to go all that in on one guy? Because, look, it looked like Steve Nash was a great trade for the Lakers. Three first-round picks, things were awesome. And then what happened? Steve Nash got hurt, and it was, oh, my God, that set the Lakers back five years, that trade. Five years. You want to give up four first-round picks for Jimmy? Four. That's You're talking about potentially the future of your team getting pushed back by five or seven years. Because in theory, you want to say, well, it's going to be late first-round picks, but you could stink any time in the next five or seven years, and, hey, the Lakers stunk. We thought, oh, they got Steve Nash. It'd be great for a long time. Yeah, they were all set with Nash and Dwight Howard and Kobe, and look what happened. They stunk, and they kept giving up, and Phoenix kept getting first-round pick after first-round pick after first-round pick. This is what could happen. The, the Rockets could stink a year from now, and suddenly those picks are all going to be much higher, and, and it's going to be really difficult to justify that deal. There is too much downside with making this trade for Jimmy Butler. Too much downside. 29 years old. However many years he has remaining, you bring in a defensive guy for the the upcoming years. You got the Harden injury right now, still trying to assess exactly how long that's going to sideline him and how that'll impact him over the course of this year. Uh, and then you've obviously got Chris Paul, uh, and I mean already thirty five years old. So you know you're you're going to have a, a shift in this team here in short order. I think if you're the Timberwolves, you say yes. Yes, and very quickly, because you've already got your future in theory, your two guys that are supposed to be the the bookends of what this franchise becomes in Cat and Wiggins. So why would you not shuffle up a guy who's unhappy? I, I mean, you, I you can ride it out. They're two and three, and, and, they, and they can win some games, right? They're going to be a solid team if he sticks around. But if you could solidify first-round picks, and obviously the first one probably isn't going to be very good. Right, it's probably going to be mid round at best. Right, but, but you can also use that and say, "Hey, we right. two you, first you package round picks, it up. And we can move exactly. up, or we can deal that for another player." Because first round picks are really valuable. This is not suddenly. This is not me saying that the Rockets are going to get four franchise players in the first round. But first round picks are so valuable because you can package and move up. Teams want those. They want first-round picks. You can get another really good player, and all you got to do sometimes is give up a first-round pick. Oh, we got salary and a first-round pick. First-round picks of any kind are so incredibly valuable because you can do so many things with them. This is why. How have the Timberwolves not said yes? Second-team All-NBA mm. guy, uh, a guy I love to watch uh, and, and I think brings it every night for his 48 minutes, but as we talk about, not a transcendent figure. He's not taking over. A team, he's not dominating the ball and, and and isn't a dominant scorer. So, yeah, four first round picks done. I'll make the deal for him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to this part about the World Series because with an off day to look back as we get ready to resume the World Series tomorrow night, Red Sox lead the Dodgers two games to none after their win last night. 
this series is shaping up as the analytics world series. You have the Red Sox and Alex Cora, who is managing a traditional style. Yes, they use analytics, but generally Alex Cora makes moves, trusts his players when a guy is pitching well, playing well, and we're getting that. Dave Roberts is doing everything analytically. Everything is analytics. And as you've seen the last couple of nights, that has killed them. The analytics taking Pedro Baez out of the game, despite the fact he was dominating and getting out of a runner on second, nobody out jam that turned into a three-run homer that Alex Wood gave up in game one. And now you've had two games where Cody Bellinger and Max Muncie Bellinger, who's the NLCS MVP, and Max Muncy, who's got an OPS of like 9,000, have not been in the lineup for the Dodgers. Instead, all of the at-bats basically going to Kike Hernandez and Brian Dozier, who have both stunk. Well, Hernandez, you look over the course of the playoffs, what's he got, an 094 right. batting but he, average? But he was good last year. Was well, last no, year? he had a great – look, he had, and, he, and he had a good regular season, right? <laughs> 21 home runs in the regular season. That was the argument. Right now his only contribution – leaving runners on with in scoring position and calling out the fans saying they no. weren't loud enough. It is their fault that we weren't jacked up. Look, this is where the Dodgers are, and I understand playing how you did during the season. They like going with the righty-lefty combo, and I get that. But you're a team that's built on hitting home runs. You have one extra base hit in two games. Cody Bellinger and Max Muncy should be in the lineup. They can hit lefties. When you have three hits, you got to put your best guys in there. If Dozier and Kike Hernandez, for example, were hitting, I would understand it. Well, these guys, yeah, but, you know, they're getting two hits a game and the splits look great, but they're not. Nobody is hitting. What analytics does, and this is why analytics will kill you if you rely just on that. Analytics should be used to make a a decision to help break a tie in a decision. Like, who do I play? This is tough. This is tough here. But instead, sometimes analytics is just used to make that decision. And when you use that, you talk yourself out of, leaving in your best relief pitcher. You talk yourself out of putting the NLCS MVP and last year's Rookie of the Year in the lineup, putting in a guy who could be this year's Rookie of the Year in the lineup more so he gets more at-bats in the World Series. That's what Dave Roberts and the Dodgers front office have done, is they have talked themselves into, yeah, we're going to keep playing the matchups, and you can't do that. You have to go by what you see on the field, and you have to get your best players in the lineup. For instance, we do analytics. I guarantee you the vast majority of all of us do analytics all the time. And I'm going to prove my point this way. When you put your lineup out there in fantasy football, you're doing analytics, right? You're trying to figure to out. some level, yes. Who do I put in my flex spot? Do I want to put in Tariq Cohen or do I want to put in Cooper Cup? Let's just say. So you take a look. You go, boy, it's up. You know, both guys, neither of them are my stars, but what do I do? And you say, okay, well. Tariq Cohen has a really tough matchup this week. Cooper Cup is going against a defense that's given up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. Cooper Cup is more valuable this week. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. That's how you break the tie for Cooper Cup versus Tariq Cohen. But if you get deeper into analytics, and I've seen many people do this, they sit there and go, boy, Todd Gurley is facing the number one rushing defense in the NFL. They are giving up an average of 61 yards a game. They have only allowed one running back in the end zone this year. They are giving up an average of 5.4 points to fantasy running backs this season. I can't play Todd Gurley. I can't do it. I can't do it. So instead, I'm going to go play Tariq Cohen, or I'm going to go play Matt Breida, or I'm going to go play Wendell Smallwood. Oh, this guy's got a great matchup. And you talk yourself out of playing your best player. And then Todd Gurley goes and runs for 100 yards and a touchdown because it's what he does. 
You have to realize your best players always need to play. Regardless of matchup, your best guys need to play. And Pedro Baez clearly has been the Dodgers' best reliever the last month and a half. Well, but who's better, Cody Bellinger and Max Muncy or Kike Hernandez and Brian Dozier? It's Muncy and Bellinger. These guys, at some point, you got to realize if the other guys aren't it, they have to play. And you have to get your best guys out there. Well, the bigger thing when we take, I like the fantasy football example because while, you while not be. actively doing it, you're doing it. Uh, and you're more, you may not break it down in a big algorithm and, and dive too deep into the numbers because sometimes it's fairly obvious. But to your point, you're going to have matchups each and every week. I mean, how many times do we start fielding sit-start questions? Like, what do I do with Drew Brees? Like, well, when do you bench Drew Brees? Very rarely. This yeah. week the, is the interesting one. Trubisky against your Jets mm. against as opposed to some of the top usual slingers. But this week, I mean, the way he's going to run around. I mean, think about the, yeah. the day that Berman, everybody. But, everybody. But Berman on Sunday with the couple of runs Trubisky had, mm-hmm. he would have been falling off his chair with his whoops yeah. and hollering. But, but still, it's Drew Brees. Are you really going to not exactly. play Drew Brees? So the point is also when you're going into Baez and what the Dodgers have done, where are you picking the start and end points for your analytics? Because if you're going into Baez, you're telling me anything other than leaving him on the mound was the right move. I want to know what you're going to. Because going back a month and a half, he's been lights out. For the season, he was dominant against left-handed hitters. And so going through and, and starting to make changes just didn't make sense. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. But here's where this is a story that, play, again, it plays into what's going on in baseball now. Rocco Baldelli, 37 years old, young, former player. We talked about what the new hires in the NBA were looking like ad nauseum the last few years. And what was it? It was younger head coaches who were former players that have cachets with the players who were going to come in and play. That's the NBA, and that's everybody that's been getting jobs. Who are the guys coming in who's got cachet? Now in baseball, it's a little bit different because with the way front offices want to be involved now, front offices want to manage. As well as being GMs, they want to manage it. They want to use analytics, and they want to be the ones making out the lineup. They want to tell A.J. Hinch what to do and Dave Roberts what to do, and here's, we, here's a lineup we like, this is what we're doing. They want to manage. They don't want to be down on the field. They just want to be the ones making out the lineup. Oh, that, that's cool. So Rocco Baldelli, 37 years old, first-time manager, has been with the Rays for the past few years in the front office. Look at the guys getting pushed out. Mike Sosha, out. He's in his 60s. Buck Showalter, out. Joe Madden's got one more year, and he won the bleeping World Series in Chicago. A lot of, lot of talk that Wildcat year. Joe wants in. And he's going to be out. But that's not the way Girardi manages either. Joe Girardi could only get a, a, an interview with the Reds, and he pulled himself out going, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I'm that crazy. I'm not that. David, David Bell gets the, gets the nod there. David so Bell. Who are getting these jobs now? Teams want young and relatable ex-players. Look at the Yankees and Aaron Boone. They want to be able to say, this is the lineup we have. Aaron Boone, here's what we want you to do. And they rely on the manager to manage the players, to manage relationships, but most importantly, walk out with the lineup card that they put out and make the changes during the game that the front office wants. And these are the guys getting jobs. These former players who have a cachet with teams. It's like, okay, you know, I'll listen to Rocco. He's a good dude. I'll listen to Aaron Boone, Yankee legend, the big home runoff. This is now who's getting the older guys are getting pushed out. The non-analytic friendly 
guys are getting pushed out. Even when you get to the GM part of things, look, the Mets, as horrible as this GM search is going. Oh, come on. That was a great story today, though. It looks like they want Doug Melvin, former Brewers GM, to be their GM. He had to go overboard by saying, we have to increase our analytics department. This is a guy who a year and a half ago said, it's time for me to give up the GM job to somebody younger. Now, yeah, I'm re-energized, and we got to keep our analytics department bigger. Okay, great. Meanwhile, who knows if he even knows any team what analytics really is. But this is where it is now. You have to be young, embrace analytics, but more importantly, do what we tell you. Yeah, but and that's exactly what Rocco Baldelli is going to do, in addition to playing the outfield at the same time for Minnesota. Well, he can do that as well. I mean, because, look, your Mets GM search, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Senior Vice President of Baseball Operation, Kyam uh, Bloom, uh, we had a productive meeting yesterday. There was a lot of oh. baseball conversation. I enjoyed the time we spent together. That's it. They released the brief statement on his behalf. Kyam <laughs> Bloom, just to put you yeah, here, look, just here, here's the here's the search, right? Here's the deal about analytics and belief in it, where it is. There's two schools of it. The Mets have three candidates for their GM job, right? They have Doug Melvin, they have Kyam Bloom, who is a young analytics-driven executive, right? and they also have a CAA agent who just so happens to be the agent, agent for, for all, the big, guys, all yeah. the big players the Mets have, Syndergaard, DeGrom, all this. The guy's got Brody Van Wagneren is, Jason. Is, is, this other, is this other guy that's up for this job. Sorry to stop you real quick. We're, yeah. t- we're talking about Major League Baseball here. So, yes, I'm getting to that point. I'm getting to that point. <laughs> so here are the Mets, and they wanted this, this guy to maybe potentially come in and be the manager. This is a GM. This is a guy. Who else is hiring him to be the GM? Nobody. But what happened? After the interview, apparently it went so well, the Mets said, Hey, Kyan, would you come out and give a statement, talk to the press about it? Nope. I just want to put this statement out there, the one that you read. We had a nice time exchanging baseball ideas. In other words, yeah, I, 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 it. I'm, not, I'm not getting this job. I'm not taking this job. So whatever it is, it's the Mets search for GM is just this awful. But you see the different – there's really only two schools of, of managers right now. There's the old school guys, and there's the new school guys who will listen to whatever is said. And then you have a guy like Doug Melvin now who's want is a GM that is an old school guy that says, well, maybe I have to embrace it a little bit, and it's just not going to work. If you don't embrace it already, it's not going to work. That's you're, where, you're that's where you're at. No, that's right. And you're, you're seeing a lot of the older managers. Now it's a question, can they go into the broadcast booth? Because you got a lot of recently retired players. If they're not becoming coaches in the minor leagues or going into managers uh, fast-tracking, uh, they're going into broadcasting. So you don't even have a, a booth spot for a guy like Socher. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I already know what I'm not going to be watching the day after Thanksgiving. What's that, buddy? This force-fed, down-my-throat, Tiger Woods versus Phil (laughs) Mickelson money match. No, unless I can have someone sitting next to me that I'm betting hole for hole. Now, here's why I'm not going to watch it. You think I'm just going to say... Oh, why do I want to watch Tiger and Phil play golf? No, no, I'll no, say no, that. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Turner Sports decided that 19.99 was going to be the price to get this on pay per view. Remember, nobody can watch it live. It's just two of them on a court, which is going to on a, on a course, which is really going to add to the excitement. No when tickets it's just a couple sold. Of guys. Do they get to scream at each other? <laughs> is there at least that? And what doesn't make sense even more, and here's why I know I'm not going to watch it. Again, forget about the fact pay-per-view golf. Here's why I'm not going to watch it. 
Forget about the fact that Forget it's pay-per-view. That. <laughs> Forget that it's pay-per-view golf. You're not I think that's kind it. of a big thing. Yeah, that's true. You're that's a pretty it. big deal. Okay. For other reasons. Come on, who are you fooling? What? You're not going to watch it because you're going to be in a turkey coma. <laughs> yeah, right. The tryptophan-induced coma, the naptastrophe, patent pending, patent pending, will get you, and those college football all day. Well, now, uh, at your house, years. is it is it is it uh, like... Horse? How do you do turkey? No, no, we do. What, we do a special <laughs> to horsey. It's a special what is it? Horse turkey. To horsey. Yeah, to horsey or or to horse or or horse turkey or horrorky. One of those. What? Horse meat horrorky. Horrorky. <laughs> what the hell is horrorky? That? That, look, if this is a slide over baby hour, I offer some some thoughts as to what you're actually proposing. Right? Wait, I'm you know right? Here it is. Horse turkey. Horse turkey. Or yeah, I would have I would have picked one of the other animals to start the word because now you've really opened it up a can of worms. And how about a fresca as to what you're suggesting there? All right. So to pay twenty dollars to watch Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson play golf against each other, okay, I'm not going to do that. Hey, but I'm really not going to do it because it's the day after Thanksgiving at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Now yeah. who's awake? Let me. Well, okay. Exactly. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to wake up. And you're going to turn on the TV and you're going to say, okay, you know what's on? It's the day after Thanksgiving. There's got to be nothing on. Uh, what am I going to watch? Boy, here's my choices. Number 10, Central Florida. Number 21, South Florida. Am I going to watch number 6, Texas at Kansas? Will I watch Nebraska at number 18, Iowa? Yeah, you will. Am I going to watch Oregon at Oregon State? What time is Q's on? Am I going to watch Oklahoma, West Virginia? Am I going to watch Washington, Washington State? I mean, these are all games the day after Thanksgiving. These are all really big top 25 games the day after Thanksgiving. Why, what is going to make me say, oh, yeah, you know what I got to do? I got to make sure I'm watching this. And oh, by the way, you're also adding a whole bunch of other games. Virginia, Virginia Tech is also that day. Houston, Memphis is also that day. You're getting games that people want to watch outside of the top 25. Arkansas, Missouri is that day. I mean, really? I mean, all of these games are on. I'm going to stop. No, no, no. I'm going to go pay 20 bucks to go watch. Yeah, the time I, I'm out. Games. And you not really? to mention you start probably an early slate of NBA games along the way. Yeah. And some NHL action. No, no chance. And, you know, Frostburg, you asked, so I'll tell you. Tonight was Syracuse's first game exhibition. You know who the leading scorer was? It doesn't count, but who? Buddy Bayheim. Buddy, Buddy huh? Bayheim with 19. To lead How the much Q's is tonight. That's Coach paying them. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the one guy they don't worry about. Listen, I don't have to worry about you because you live in the house, so it's all good. Buddy. That's the one guy I don't worry about. Buddy, Buddy Bayheim, 19 for Q's tonight. But real quick question for you guys regarding the uh, Phil Tiger match. No, I'm not watching it. But if it were up to you and you were going to watch it and you only had a choice for two announcers in the world to call it, who would they be? Oh, two announcers to call it. Okay. That can maybe sway you to watch it. Kevin Harlan and Gus Johnson. Kevin Harlan and Charlie Steyer. <laughs> Why would you pick Charlie Steyer? Well, he'd have a lot of history and stuff. We're trying to get people for... to watch it, Harlan. <laughs> no, I, it would have to be Har- Harlan would be the guy. And, and if you Gus, Gu- Gus would be the guy walking the radio home. call. Yeah. Since 2008, Tiger Woods has had sex with 13 hostesses, 17 And that's when his wife, Elin, bashed in his car. And he, and he rolled over one big fire hydrant. Here's Tiger from 15 feet away on nine. I hit it so good today. It was fun. <laughs> that's, that's, 
I guess maybe Charlie's tired of doing Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be, be fun okay. for a while? It might be See what right. the hell by the, by the ninth hole what we've got. But just but Gus, no, if they're both Gus Johnson like, screaming would just be the absolute right. Best. But if both of them are are mic'd up, Phil and, and Tiger are mic'd up, uh-huh. and they're cursing at each other and kind of mocking each other, then I might have something. But if it's just going to be quiet, two guys going about their day, and, and that's it. What, what am I watching? Like if like if Phil says, "Hey Tiger, how many of your girlfriends are watching us tonight?" Oh yeah. yeah. But it's like there's no. You know who's There's hot, no Tiger? Crowd. Lindsay Vaughn. Boy, she was hot. Well, guys, if There's... Kevin Harlan were to be calling it, we do have his call on 18. You want to hear it? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's hear, hear it. it. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running That's down the That's Tiger in the red shirt. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Bare-chested. away. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk. That's the not always banging. The 20. They're chasing him. Allegedly. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms. Bare-chested. Somebody stop <laughs> that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Oh, coming the blue from the oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. You're you got two bare-chested in? Okay. If no, you, look, yeah. if, you, if you can have random spectators Start, like that's the thing. I need obstacles. You want my 1999? Obstacles. No, that's right. It, it's not. I don't want like mini golf. I just want random stuff. That big gator from Florida. You import him. He's suddenly in Vegas and he's wandering the course. You got All random right. go- drunken goofballs that come sprinting in. Okay, random. Go- okay, so like the waste management open and yeah, but just random things start happening. Here's a guy in a, in a VW Bug, like in <laughs> Happy Gilmore. I mean, you have no idea. Craziness is gonna end soon. Yeah, like Back to the Future 4, 1999 for Phil and Tiger, not happening. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. In advance of the Warriors' visit to the Madison Square Garden tomorrow night, a big billboard has been purchased outside of Madison Square Garden asking Kevin Durant to sign with the Knicks after this season. Now, this is not just because I see a billboard and a billboard's out there that he's going to sign. All the signs have pointed towards Kevin Durant becoming a Nick. Look, he is following in LeBron James's footsteps. LeBron James, with his hometown team, did not like being second-guessed, did not like being referred to as not having a ring, did not want that pressure, so he joined up with the super team in Miami, won a couple of titles, got everybody off his back. Now he's doing whatever he wants. So he goes to Cleveland, now he's in Los Angeles. This is exactly what Kevin Durant is doing. Didn't like being, hey, you're the guy that can't win a title. You're Mr. Unreliable. You know what? I don't like it here anymore. I'm going to go join up with the Warriors. He's going to do again, just like LeBron did. I'm going to win a couple of championships or three. I'm going to be the NBA Finals MVP a couple of times or three. And then, with that off my back, I can go where I want to go. And to nobody's secret, he's been linked to the Knicks. He's got business interests in New York. He has not said, Alfred, he's going to be a Nick. It's where he's going to wind up. It's where he wants to go, and this is just part of the dance that's going to happen all year. I am okay with whatever happens with the Knicks, as long as the Knicks show him tomorrow night, hey, we we got it. We got it. We're not fighting on the sideline, and people are not listening. We have a good crowd. Everybody's here is excited for you, except David Fisdale knows what he's doing. Now, just don't show that your house is in an order when Kevin Durant is visiting tomorrow night. No, it's a beautiful thing, though, with Kevin Durant immediately going, oh, that's all nice, whatever. I just want to play basketball. Leave me alone. I just want to play basketball. In other words, talk to me later. Talk to me later. Talk to my people. We'll get to that. It's uh, it's a nice dance that will take all season long. And yes, there's still a lot of problems in New York, but they're going to bring Doesn't out matter. their wares. One guy, you like Mr. Knox? Mm-hmm. Have you met Mr. Knox? 
What do you got, Golden Headphones? Jason, I think it's only fair that we let Phil Jackson decide if Kevin Durant is going to be a Nick. Hey, uh, Phil, what, uh, what do you think? No. Uh, I, I can't trust him. He doesn't it's know what he's saying no to. It's it, over. You, you don't know what he's Phil saying. You shattered your dreams. Watch this. I think we know what we're doing. Yeah, Watch you this. do, Phil. Watch this. Phil, do you want applesauce? Phil, applesauce. I can also tell you oh, that everyone in the organization yeah. is working tirelessly to get our next Who are we kidding? He's still asleep on a bus somewhere. <laughs> really? The show, I mean, really, we, we, we talked about replacing Harmon with a cat from YouTube. Yeah. If we replace it with just the drops the of Phil, drops. Phil Jackson. Hello. I think... Might be just as good. Thank hey, you for being be a next good. season ticket holder. Oh my God, Phil. Well, it's good to get Phil but back okay. in the mix. No. KD is coming. Just don't do anything embarrassing tomorrow night, Nick's, to piss him off. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now, joining us on the hotline, CBS NFL Insider, who has a new column coming out. 38 ways Syracuse can clinch a bowl game this weekend with a win. <laughs> it's Jason Lock and Four. What's happening, Jay? thought there was 42. Maybe my math's a little off or I fouled the wrong column. I don't okay. know. <laughs> Bonus time. No question about it. All right. Well, hey, you know, help me out here. We'll get to the Texans in a second here. But, you know, Jay, this is the NFL. And if I have to watch Brock Osweiler scrambling oh. in the pocket, looking behind him to make sure there's Ooh. nobody behind him, come on, man not professional grade i mean uh, you can survive with osweiler for a game that he doesn't know he's going to play so he thinks he's just holding a clipboard and then you throw him out there and he can't overthink it right and the uh allure and attraction of being a starting quarterback again can't get to him because he doesn't even know he's a starter and he just goes out there and plays and maybe he's quasi-functional for you know four quarters but when we start talking weeks, plural, where he has to lead an NFL team and he's got to do it on the road and he's got to do it against a pretty decent defense. I mean, this, we get left with footballing atrocities like we're watching tonight. Um, this game, I mean, look, the officials have been brutal. They took 11 points away from the Texans. This, this really should be even more lopsided than it is. And the Dallas, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm getting my bad teams mixed up. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. And it's a little late here on the East Coast. The Miami Dolphins are um, in disarray right now. I mean, they're they're giving up over 30 points a game in the last five games. They had three penalties on their def- on their defensive unit on the same play. Uh, yeah, good luck limping through the second half of the season. You know, one thing I'm I'm happy about tonight, seeing the Texans win, is because preseason, I went a little outside the box, picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Not just because they've dug their way out of 0-3, but, you know, you've seen tonight, we have to wait and see the, the extent to Will Fuller's injury, but yeah. you talk about teams that can go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, with the Patriots. The Texans are showing, yeah, we can be that team. Well, look, Deshaun Watson's coming off a significant injury, as we all know, a season ender, and when it's, it involves your knee, um, it affects you for – a decent part of the following season that you come back into. Tom Brady wasn't himself the first, you know, half season after he came back from his ACL after the year that Castle had to play in his absence. And it affects everybody. And Deshaun Watson in September, um, it affected him. There was no doubt about it. He was feeling ghost, sensing ghost. He wasn't stepping up into the pocket. He wasn't stepping up and firing through his throws the way we're accustomed to. And October's been uh, a very different story. And J.J. Watts had significant back injuries multiple years in a row. 
and he hasn't played a whole lot of football lately. In the first two, three weeks of the season, there was a lot of rumbling in the scouting community about, man, is this guy ever going to be himself again? And and he's back to doing it. And they're, they're you know, Honey Badger's been a really nice addition to that defense. Um, you know, Clowney is still a guy who seems to be always battling fitness and and health himself. But when he's out there. He makes things happen, and you have to account for him. They're sticking with the run a little bit more lately. Lamar Miller's flashing. We obviously know everything we need to know about DeAndre Hopkins, and he's one of the you know three or four best wide receivers on the planet. So they have some things going for them, and that division is horrible. I mean, it just is. You know, I mean, if if Watson stays healthy for twelve games. And that you know, ideally he stays healthy for all sixteen. But even if they get through three quarters of the season with him, they're going to win that division going away. And if they have a healthy Deshaun Watson into January, and I do have concerns about their offensive line and ability to protect him and some of the kill shots he takes, then you know they, they might be viable in the AFC. I, I don't put them in the same class um, with what a Kansas City or a New England or maybe even a Pittsburgh could do on their day. Um, I don't think they have the same kind of home field advantage as some of those other places, and I just don't think they're quite as formidable. Uh, But they should be the class of that division. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, CBS Sports NFL insider, our buddy Jason Lockenfora. You can find him at that tag on Twitter. So, Jason, Carlos Hyde, Eli Apple, Snacks Harris, and Amari Cooper, who's next on our list of name guys to be moved here heading towards the trade deadline? Well, I mean, Le'Veon Bell is still somebody who the Steelers are very open to moving, and they're they're very hopeful that the Philadelphia Eagles, who had had some preliminary discussions with them last month, get those talks cranked up again. I think Demaryius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, um, on the offensive side, for the Broncos are certainly guys who could be dealt by Tuesday defensive side. I'd look at their corners, Roby and Harris, um, the Oakland Raiders, Colecio Semele is one of the better offensive linemen in the league could, could start for most teams at every position other than center. Uh, I, I don't know why they wouldn't, you know, move him. Gary on Conley, their first round pick from a year ago, who isn't seeing a lot of the field under Gruden is somebody that teams are certainly calling about. Um, the Giants are not done yet. Janoris Jenkins, who they signed to a massive free agent contract just a couple of years ago, is somebody that teams have interest in, although they feel like his play is declining and he hasn't quite lived up to that contract or and the estimation of some evaluators I've talked to not even come close to living up to it. But nonetheless, he's a starting NFL corner, and Eli Apple went for a 4-7. and a seven, So I, I think they can get – you know, something more of value for Janoris Jenkins. Um, you know, there's always a couple of things that, that sort of happen out of the blue that, that people aren't expecting. Uh, but those are some of the names I'm hearing the most buzz about. Give me a big name that if, you know, if I wanted to go to Vegas and get odds on to make money, that if they got traded, you wouldn't be completely surprised. Uh, outside of those guys, because um, last week, did you like all the Twitter hate you got for the Derek Carr you had on the show last week? I got a lot of it. Uh, Derek Carr, that's dude, not I, happening. I have not looked at my. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't really look at my mentions. I. Oh. I learned that lesson a long time ago. There's not a whole lot of love for me <laughs> to find there. Uh, when I do go there, it's, oh, it's, I told Dino Babers like, to DM you. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like oh. digging in a deep 
bowl of scorn. Um, <laughs> look, Derek Carr traded in at the combine. I absolutely would not be surprised. Derek Carr traded in the next week. Um, that would surprise me. If we're talking quarterback trades, I think it's Nick Foles, it's Tyrod Taylor. Um, those would be guys who maybe some team feels like, hey, let's add them to our mix. We're a contender. They upgrade our backup situation, and, and if we need – you know, to to un, you know, unfortunately, survive an injury and break glass on our our uh, an emergency situation on our backup for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks. Maybe they'll give us a better chance to win. Um, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody else I I didn't mention. You know, who who is of considerable value who I think gets dealt. There's not that many teams that feel like they're entirely out of it. You know, that's just the nature of this league where when you only play 16 weeks and parity is the rule and the trade deadlines at week eight, you know, there's a lot of teams who are sitting there at three and four who still are not entirely out of it. So I don't think we get a blockbuster that doesn't involve one of sort of the usual suspects that I already mentioned. But I will say this, the New England Patriots have a way of doing more work at the deadline than most teams. They have a way of making trades, whether it's them sending Jamie Collins the other way um, at a time when you'd think they'd be a buyer and not a seller. And then they've obviously done their share of buying over the years on other people's um, failed former first-round picks or whatever. They've already added Gordon, but I don't think they're done. So maybe they're talking to a team that nobody's thinking about right now because they're a little bit ahead of the curve. Um, you know, and we'll see. Arizona, the, the Peterson thing is not going to happen now. I, I do think there's potential for that to happen after the season. But other people on that roster, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, like, does he? I know he wants to retire as a Cardinal, but my goodness, I mean, they, they might not win another game. I mean, they're, they're horrible. And he's looking at potentially retirement, and why not go somewhere and, and try to finish on an upswing and get another crack at a ring. I mean, he'd be a welcome addition to any receiver room. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jason Lock and Four. Just don't expect him to read your ads. Also host of the Be More Opinionated podcast. The website is com. Jay, as always, appreciate it. I'll look for that uh, column on Babers tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm working on it right now. I'll be up all night. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you, See you Jason. Have fun. Be good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.